Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, March the 10th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, devise, which means to invent or plan something. Devise. Hope everyone is enjoying their Thursday uh, work week. Of course, is almost over. How about that? Uh, not for me. Got to work. Got to work. Weekend working. Just had last weekend off, so I, you know, hey, I wouldn't have two weekends off in a row. That would be insane. <laughs> just would. Just would. Uh, the weather here in North Carolina, man, it's been raining the better part of two days. Hey, change of season. Spring is coming. That is usually what happens. Around this time of year here in North Carolina and throughout the South, I should say, or throughout even the uh, Midwest, because, you know, as you know, with that spring, in comes those tornadoes. And I believe the past week or so, we have had a state-sponsored tornado drill in the schools. Um, That spring in the South, like I said, those tornadoes, that's the changing of the seasons, unstable air mass. Yeah, we've been, uh, it's been raining the better part of two days, like I said, man. And they're expecting uh, to, for it to rain the rest of the week, to be honest, which it may even have some severe thunderstorms. Of course, spring in the south. Wouldn't have it any other way, wouldn't have it any other way. But uh, I enjoy the spring, the rain. I do, I just do. Uh, it's very common, very common. Uh, especially when you're sleeping at night (laughs) where you can sleep right through an alarm, which is what I did this morning. I just did. (laughs) Ah, that rain, it is so soothing. It is so soothing. All right, let's move along here. Man, uh, well, the woes and troubles and sorrows continue for the Los Angeles Lakers. They lost last night to the Houston Rockets. Well, 139 to 130. Rockets took it. What happens, uh, man, it's just starting to look pretty. Well, it ain't starting to look. It just looks now at this point flat out horrible, bad for the Lakers. Man, uh, too much talent. Too much talent. All that money and talent on one team, and they can't work together. And it shows just about every time they step out on the court. Just does. Just does. Like they said LeBron was like uh, one from one for nine from three-point land. Couldn't get anything going. Couldn't get anything going, man. Uh, It's just sad to see. Sad to watch. Like I said, I'm a a diehard Lakers fan. Been that way ever since I could remember. And right now, they they just look horrible. They just do. They just do. Uh, Don't know how they're going to get it together. I offer no predictions. Not a sports analyst. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I, I have no predictions for you. I just don't. All right, uh, man, have you guys heard about this uh, incident? I believe it was down in Georgia. The uh, Black Panther director that was arrested and accused for bank robbery. Wow. Well, apparently he walked into the bank, his his bank, uh, filled out a withdrawal slip and wrote a note on the back to the teller, uh, pretty much asking her to uh, go count the money somewhere else and I guess be discreet. With giving him his money out of his own bank account. That's what the uh, the note said. 
Uh, I want to withdraw. I believe there's no somehow, some way to the effect. I want to withdraw $12,000 from my account. And uh, please go count the money somewhere else and be discreet. Uh, apparently, the teller took it as a holdup note. And police were notified and they arrived, placing him in handcuffs. Placed in the back of a squad till the matter could be uh, figured out, I guess. Now, many are, are of course, screaming racism. Um, and many are saying, well, it can't be racism because the bank manager and the teller and the majority of the bank at uh, Bank of America, are, they were black. Um, whether it's uh, what you would term racism or, or, or uh, somehow, some way, self-imposed racism, uh, I think, honestly, it goes to how we, and when I say we, I mean everyone, it encompasses everyone in this society, how we view black males. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to fully uh, dump the blame on the bank teller, because quite possibly, maybe, uh, maybe, just to be honest with you, he could have came into the bank a little better. Uh, he had on uh, <laughs> he had on shades and had a hoodie on. Uh, I, I just want, and I wonder, I, I don't do much banking at the bank now, it's usually uh, through the teller, but I can remember at a point in time where they would have a sign on the door asking you to remove all hats and hats and uh, 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 sunglasses or whatever or what have you from your person when you walked into a bank. I mean, that's that's what I've always done because of that that note or that sign on the door. But uh, maybe that sign's not up anymore. So that, that could, hey, it, it, poss- it, it, it was a problem. I mean, if I was a teller and, and, and I really wasn't thinking, I may have done the exact same thing she did. Uh, I, I just may have. So yeah, maybe he should have removed the sunglasses in that uh, the hood off of his head before he came in. And maybe the bank teller could have used a bit more discretion in just randomly genera- generalizing the appearance of someone. These are difficult times we live in, though. It's, it's a sketchy situation. It just is. Um, certainly hate to hear that. But yeah, um, if you say it to yourself, well, black people can't be racist. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, I won't call it racism, uh, uh, maybe prejudice, but because, like I said before, we as a society, we do have a view or a certain thought as it relates to black males and how they dress and their appearance. I've been told multiple times during the winter when it's 20 some odd degrees and I put a skull, uh, a skull cap on or a toboggan for us southerners and I bundle up. I've been told, hey, you look like you get ready to rob a bank. And I'm thinking to myself, well, damn, it's 20 degrees outside, man. I'm cold. So I guess that's how we, it's a societal thing. It just is. Um, many may try to argue against that, but you can't. Not to me. Why, you may ask? Because you don't live in this black skin and you're not a male. You will never fully know the, 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 the things we deal with on a day-to-day basis, just getting out into the world. And this is a prime example. Yeah, there are many uh, lessons to be learned and we can Monday morning quarterback all we want to, but that's just the reality of it all. Certainly hate to hear that. Certainly hate to hear that. Wow, all over 12000 Just ask her to be discreet with handing in his money. I mean, you can't walk out of the bank with a big bulky envelope full of tw- filled with $12,000. I, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And of course, you know, Bank of America came out with a statement 
and you know the usual lotty lotty dotty lotty dotty lotty dotty. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right, moving along here. Also, man, it appears, it appears, it, it, and I talked about this uh, sometime last month uh, about the drug houses and the uh, the safe crack smoking kits that the government were uh, proposing to hand out. And start well. They started. Well, apparently, they've started with both, because now they now have the uh, uh, I call them drug houses or heroin houses, where they are le- allowing heroin users to come in in a clean, safe environment and use their drugs. Government-sponsored drug houses. Wow. What have we come to as a society? That the government, your tax dollars are allowing people to come in off the streets and use drugs. Uh, I don't understand how that's the, the, the war on drugs or how that's supposed to curb that that need or want to uh, get off of these drugs. I, I just don't. Uh, maybe it's me. I'm, out on, I'm always out on that proverbial limb by myself and I'm always appearing cruel and heartless and insensitive but this right here, I'm sorry, folks, it makes no sense whatsoever to me. You can't convince me otherwise. I don't think, and, and, and I'm certainly not going to support, that the government is sponsoring these programs as a way to combat the drug problem in this country. No, 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 and no. You're not going to convince me of that. Sorry. Um, I'm just thinking here. If you're going to provide a, a safe space for them to uh, use these drugs and you're going to provide these kits for them to clean their uh, crack pipes or whatever, uh, are you going to start providing them the drugs too? Seems logical. You've gone this far. Why stop there? Just, it is it's beyond me. I can't understand it. I don't want to understand it. It's like I said, government involvement in the use or assisting in the uses usage of drugs. Government-sponsored tax dollars spent. Because I'm sure they didn't just pull this money from out of, out of their own pockets. Let's be honest with each other. These are tax dollars that are, been, are going to these programs. Uh, the Biden administration and, and, and their campaign promised to uh, help and, and stand firm on the fight uh, uh, against drugs or, or whatever, or what have you, however you want to word it. Is this your way of doing it? Drug dens? Drug package kits? Uh, uh, drug paraphernalia kits where you're, you're helping them clean out the crack pipes? Giving them sanitary wipes and lip balm? This is it? This is what we've become as a society? Is this who was elected into the office of the presidency? Yeah, government sponsored. All the way across the board. It's not a non-profit. This is sponsored by the government, the Biden administration. Just is. It's only a matter of time because before those uh, drug dens come to uh, Durham, because Durham is, of course, a sanctuary city. We welcome everyone. Whatever your, your, your problems are or whatever you have, your nationality, race, creed, religion, sex, sexual preference, and now you can add uh, drug usage to that mantra. <laughs> you just can't. 
like I said, it doesn't make any sense to me. That's absurd. That's absurd. Just is. I'm sorry. I, I can't, uh, for the life of me, figure it out. Don't understand it. I just don't. I, I really don't. Hey, I can't co-sign with that. I'm just not. Just not. Just not. All right. Let's go get it. Now, this segment of uh, This Is Just a Thought is, is going to be dedicated to colon cancer. Because as you know, March is Colon Cancer Awareness and Screening Month. Of course, awareness to know uh, what the signs and symptoms are and the screening to go get screened. At 50, I believe they said, I'm two years away. 50 is uh, is also when they say you're most likely to uh, have colon cancer. And uh, 50 also is when they say they recommend the uh, screening for colon cancer. Now, uh, the colon, now colon cancer also, let me go back a little bit. Colon cancer is the third most diagnosed cancer throughout the world. Just it is. Third most diagnosed cancer throughout the world. Wow. Now the colon, if you're saying to you, well, what exactly is the colon? Now the colon is a uh, part of the digestive system. The colon removes water and some nutrients and electrolytes from partially digested food. Now, uh, 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 the colon is pretty much it's inside the uh, large intestine. And, and in, the, in the colon or, or lar- large intestine, the remaining material, solid waste or stool moves through the colon, which is, the lar- like I said, the largest part of the uh, large intestines. Now, the stool is stored in the rectum. And, and I'm going to tie all this together because this is something I really didn't know. I didn't quite understand until I actually sat down and, and did some research and, and looked it up. Because, and, and once it's stored in the rectum and it leaves the body throughout the anus. Now, rectal cancer is another form of colon cancer. And that's where that term colorectal cancer comes from. Didn't know that. Didn't know there was, there, there are multiple types of, of, of colon cancer, by the way. And, 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 like I said, rectal cancer is another form of colon cancer. And that's where you get the term colorectal rectal cancer. Now, this happens when uh, cancer cells form in the tissue of the colon or rectum. This is why you, you know, you often hear, that's why you often hear the term or diagnosis, diagnosis of uh, colon cancer or colorectal cancer. It depends on where the cancer starts. It could start, if you got colon cancer, it has already started uh, or it's found in the large intestines. If you have rectal or colorectal cancer, uh, it's in the, the rectum, the rectum area. Or if it's in both the colon and the rectum, it's colorectal. That's where you get that term colorectal from. Wow. That is, uh, you, you can, I, I've learned a lot by, uh, like I've said before multiple times, by doing these podcasts. Now, these, this, this colon cancer or, or, or colorectal cancer, cancer usually starts as a growth, polyps. We've all heard of polyps. On the inside of the colon or rectum, which over time, of course, turns to cancer. And like I said before, after 50, your chance for uh, cancer increases. And you may also, it may be hereditary. You may have a family member or have had a family member that had colon cancer. That doubles your risk of having colon cancer. And for black Americans, um, 
we have an increased risk of colorectal cancer and death compared to other races. Our chances are double. Now that that is mainly because of, uh, of course, our diet. And, and when they said um, an increased risk, and and that also includes in that with, with the increased risk and death, that death usually comes because of a late diagnosis. We don't go get the screenings like we're supposed to. At 50, you're supposed to get the screenings. Some, some, some instances, they do it before, and that's usually because there, there's a situation or instance where they feel there's a need that may be that hereditary thing that we talked about. You have a family history of colon cancer or other forms of cancer also. So that, that death for black, uh, uh, black Americans, why is so high? Those screenings. We all know of the importance of these screenings and regular doctor's visits. Now, as I said before, there are, 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 and I didn't know, there are many types. I believe it's about four or five types of uh, colon and rectum cancer. And and one of them is is the most common type of colorectal cancer. It's, uh, and I'm going to take my time and say this right because I don't want to mess it up. (laughs) These names are, are very difficult, multiple syllables, but I'm going to give it a shot. There's uh, the most common form of of colon or or rectum cancer is adenocarcinoma, adenocarcinoma cancer. And like I said, it's the most common type of colorectal cancer, cancer that develops in the cells that make the mucus that lubricates the inside of the colon, large intestine, or the rectum. Now, you know, the rectum is where the stools are stored. Then you have uh, gastrointestinal stromal cancer. And this starts in uh, what what is special cells inside the wall of the colon, your large intestines. Then there's carcinoid tumors. Now this starts, this has to deal with the hormones. The hormones that uh, I guess pretty much tell the intestines what to do. Now, they, 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 the terminology or the definition is it's, uh, uh, it starts in the hormones and it, it makes the cells inside the intestines. Uh, they regulate the secretion, absorption, and digestion, and also gut, mot- gut motility. And that's no, that is the uh, stretching and contraction of muscles in the gastrointestinal tract, the GI tract. It tells them what to do, how they digest the food. Now, you know, if you're saying to yourself, well, what in the world does all this mean? It, it, it's like when you you eat the, the, the path of digestion of food. You know, you, you eat it. It goes into your mouth, through your throat, through your esophagus, through your stomach, and then to the large and small intestines. And then, of course, out of the body. These hormones pretty much tell your... Um, Start from the start of you ingesting these foods from your mouth through your esophagus. Now it tells them what to do. They either expand or contract, or they, they, you know, you got to have enough secretion for the absorption and the digestion. So, in the long short of it is, these hormones they either tell your intestines to store it, build it up, which is another bad thing, or to fully digest it and allow it to flow out of your body. That's, that's pretty much what it does. Wow. So if, if your uh, your hormones are off, 
or these, I guess we could call them uh, uh, hormonal sensors are off. That has a lot to do with, uh, you know, your, your bowels are stored, are backed up. The food that you eat, that meat, it just sits there. It, it doesn't come out. And over time, I guess, the buildup, they have colon cancer. And then there's uh, lymphomas cancer. Now, this starts in the lymph nodes. And, you know, your lymph nodes are found in your neck, your armpit, your chest, your abdomen, groin area. This is what helps uh, to fight infections. So with lymphomas cancer, if it's not, if those once again, those sensors aren't, 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 aren't acting or doing what they're supposed to, it can lead to colon cancer. Then yet the last is our sarcomas cancer. Now this starts in the blood vessels, your muscle layers, or other connective tissues in the wall of the colon or rectum. Certainly is a, a, a lot to digest, and, and I don't mean to, to put that pun in there. I just don't. Um, it's it comes down for me is it's, it's recognizing and understanding. How your body, not only how your body works, but what your body is doing. If over some time you're realizing you're having irregular stool, uh, that that can mean you're constipated or you're not using the bathroom every day, or it could be runny or, or you have blood in your stool. These are things that you should be realizing. These are things that you have to not only realize, but acknowledge, because if I can guarantee you, if you're not going to the bathroom every day and you're eating and you're not going to the bathroom every day and then when you do finally go it's hard or runny something's off something's off and for us as black Americans or, or for us as men in general we get, like I've said multiple times before as they relate to these health issues and, and health ailments we gotta stop just pushing things aside I'm guilty of it I am and, and I've gotten a whole lot better with that. I have. Uh, there is like, a, there's that stigma for us as males where we don't want people all in our business. We don't want people to feel sorry for us. But what I've come to realize in the 48 years I've, I've, I've been upon this earth, I can care less what others think or feel or say or the woes me. Uh, it's all about what I feel, how I feel, what's going on with me. Like I said before, you got to recognize and acknowledge these signs or irregularities with your body. It's your own person. It's you. It belongs to you and you only. No one else on this earth is going to take care of you like you. So we have to start. We got to do better. We just do. And, and, and far as that thing where I mentioned before about Black Americans' chances of, of uh, getting colon cancer are doubled as opposed to any other race, and that's any other race on this world, because like in this world, like I said, it is the third diagnosed cancer throughout the world. As far as the, 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 the criteria for us as Black Americans getting, uh, or the reasons why we are in have these high numbers is because, of course, our diet and our intake of animal fat. When I say diet, uh, the animal fat, the fruits, the meats, and then how we uh, cook it, fry it. 
So it's, it's the diet intake of uh, animal fat, and we don't have a, a, a diet or a nutrient-based intake of high fiber. We don't we don't do food with fiber like that. That's what helps you release that stool. Just does. That's it. It, it just does. So we, we have a high meat intake and no fiber, no balanced meals. And of course, we have a, a, our lifestyle. We have a higher tobacco consumption. Smoke a lot. Obesity. Less physically active. And also what I found um, quite, quite interesting was uh, the intake of vitamin C and E. I said, wow, what in the world? So you, you, you couple or you add all of these risk factors up and there it is. Like I said, I, I've got to and I've gotten better. With, and, I, and I notice, for me personally, this is what, what um, like I said, you got you to gotta be, you got to almost be on a, 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 like a hall monitor with your body. You just do. I've noticed here lately, within the past year or so, that when my when I eat a hamburger in any form, whether it be a burger or meatloaf or with spaghetti or lasagna, my body doesn't digest that well. So I backed up off of hamburger. I just have. I noticed, uh, like I said, about a year or so ago, I, I, I was, you know, I, for, at one point in time, I was a steak man, steak and potatoes man. I was, you know, be eating the steak and eating the steak, and then I, I started to realize, hey, wait a minute, my digestion is off. I'm not digesting this steak like I used to when I was younger. Yeah, had the hard stool, the runny stool, wasn't going to the bathroom like that. But when I cut back on that intake of, of those, uh, uh, that burger or that cow. <laughs> When I cut back on those steaks and started getting a more balanced diet, uh, put more vegetables on my plate, backed away from the steak for a while, my digestion or, or, or whatever, however you word it, came back. So that let me know right then and there. Okay, I got to be more mindful of my body and what I'm putting into my body and how it comes out or if it comes out on a regular basis. Hey, you just do. We, we've got to start taking care of ourselves and monitoring what we put in and how it comes out of our body. Just to, like I said, a year or so ago, that's what I noticed with me and red meat. I haven't uh, totally done away with red meat, but I am limited in how much of it I consume. Very limited. Very, very limited. Yeah, I, I love the steak, man. I Put a steak on the grill. <laughs> Put a steak on the grill and, and that would be it. It was a regular occurrence for me. So yeah, we, we've got to monitor and, and watch what we consume and how much of what we consume and how it comes out. Like I said, colon cancer is that. It's the third largest diagnosis in the world. And then you have all these different forms of, uh, of, of colon cancer or colorectal cancer. So we have to be aware. We have to monitor what we consume. Think about it. How many of you out there listening have actually sat down or, or 
started to realize as you get older, your body's not doing what it used to when you were younger, as far as digestion. Because it appears to me that colon cancer, it, it doesn't appear, it's a, it's a fact, that it starts with the consumption. It, it starts with how the body digests, digests food, uh, whether it stores it or breaks it down and pushes it out. And that's ultimately what, what, what everyone wants. Not ultimately what we, want, what we want, what we have to have happen. And once you realize that's not happening, that's your red flag to make some changes in your eating habits and lifestyle choices also. I'm, I'm slowly but surely coming up off those cigarettes too. Those things I can tell, I can tell they are weighing me down. I can tell. You know, like, like I said, doing this uh, push-up and squat challenge, I noticed a few days I was winded. Never been winded like that before. But over the years with the cigarette smoking, the intake of, uh, of, of red meat, I'm noticing something about my body. So I know now I have to make a change. And I, I want each and every one of you to make the same change also. Recognize what's going on with your body. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Got to get out of here. Got to get ready to go to work. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, this is Stephen Carnegie. Thank you for listening. This is Just a Thought. Amen.